0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at greetingspod or on Twitter at greetingscast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Hello, and thank you for joining us here on yet another episode of Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I am Bobby O'Rourke. And Bobby, boy oh boy, Bobby, it has been a little bit of time since we last spoke, and a couple of holidays have passed since. Um, you know, listeners of the podcast might not know this because we don't give them all the juicy details immediately. But uh, a little bit of time, a little bit of time has passed since episodes one and two. Um, how many holidays have we gone through since already?
1: When was our first recording again?
0: It must have been January, and now, just to give you a little peek behind the curtain, uh, folks, it is currently May. <laughs> So our goal is to do these more often uh, than this huge uh, three month, four month span.
1: More than once a solstice, we're gonna aim yeah, for. Yeah,
0: well, I was. Yeah, the problem was I was waiting for the summer solstice, and then I was thinking, well, autumnal equinox would be nice. And then you said we don't do a pagan calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. We have not hit a solstice. What kind of moron am I on this podcasting calendar? Not yet, but no, we'll do a solstice cast. Don't worry. We like to um, we like to praise all of our many p- pagan gods of greeting cards so we've missed um valentine's day
1: we did miss valentine's day a prime greeting card holiday so that maybe we Mm -hmm. dedicate a special episode to of what did we miss valentine's day 2022
0: i would love to go back and do that like maybe the one did you get a valentine's day card bobby no because i as you know got married recently yes you did mazles that's that is the biggest holiday we missed in between is bobby got friggin and talk
1: about cards because we could do a special episode on wedding cards too and i have firsthand proof of that but we skipped my my now wife and i skipped valentine's day on the idea that we were going to celebrate our love soon enough so there's no need to add an extra day on top of that
0: weddings are the biggest valentine you don't need to do it that year because you already had the biggest valentine celebration that one could ask for which is celebrating your love with family friends and an open bar that's that's what if that's what you want to do but that's like that's what the love that you celebrated with each other there so i feel like you get I don't want to say like a pass, but like both of you don't have to think about Valentine's Day if you don't want to this year. If it's one of those things where it's like, look, we already did the big thing. We're going to be perfectly fine.
1: It was never a big holiday for us in general. We were always very casual about it to the point one time where we got barbecue food, which is one of the least romantic food groups, I would say. And we never get cards. That's just Mm -hmm. not a thing we do. But it's we dive right into no cards and greasy fingers on Valentine's Day which is a choice that we've we're, we're fine with we have no qualms about it
0: that sounds like that would have been the name of a blog in like the mid 2000s for like anti valentines but like pro barbecue <laughs> recipes no cards greasy fingers and like that turns into another um amy adams uh <laughs> a movie julie and julia with that was meryl streep right played uh, really child i'll come up with this in my head the joke is great in there
1: but uh, i just had a great vision of it being sold in a double pack with leap year also, an Amy Adams Amy Adams double pack with. If, uh,
0: if you don't think that is available right now in the bargain bin Target DVD uh, uh, special Saturday movie combo, you've got another thing coming. That and that and all six Police Academy films wrapped up in the same. I don't know if they go up to six or what. Don't at me about that. Uh, but yeah, they're all kind of. I put think together. they do.
1: I think there are six Police Academy films. Which my God, you know, we only got. Three Lord of the Rings films that are—I that suppose the Hobbit counts too. Never mind. So you don't, don't have to count the Hobbit. Before.
0: That's fine. I, I think we're gonna mm. we're gonna start alienating a lot of people on all this. So you can do. There's probably
1: place. one really great 3 hour film in the three hobbit films that they made if they cut it i think that's that's the super cut i want to see i want to see one really great hobbit film i mean film. i
0: do fondly remember the first two lord of the rings and and pretty much fondly remember return of the king i think it was just that i i had i was with somebody that asked me to watch all of the director's cut movies in one sitting so my i was starting to get like atrophy of the of the limbs um by the second one so the third one i was like it's kind of a kind of a hallucination more so like a fever dream than it was a movie i remember yeah from, you're like, getting sleep deprived at that like. level if you are watching jeez I-, I like them don't get
1: me wrong but the uncut versions are what four hours a piece and then they th- and then that's that's an entire sun up to sundown if you if you hit the right month in november or the right day rather in november
0: i think i straight up had to tap out halfway through and we watched the other part later i really i can't remember um but yeah those are one of those that's that that is one of those uh movies you'll combine together uh sticky wait no card sticky fingers almost forgot the name i gotta write that down <laughs> forehand i know here's the question though with that what is then because if you're saying barbecue is one of the least romantic foods because um, I have an argument for it being what is like the more romantic is it the stereotypical like fillet mignon and lobster tail what people normally get or they're like because I'm not even 100 percent sure what considers to be what is considered to be the most Valentine's food It's less about the food itself and
1: how you consume it because barbecue mm. to eat sexily. properly I sexually yes <laughs> if, to, to, but to eat barbecue properly, you have to get reel up in there you know There, they, you can't be precious about it there's no knife and fork a lot of the time unless it's a whole un, un, unless it is a whole cut of meat that is off the bone but you know you're tearing and you're ripping but if you go to mm. an Italian restaurant it's not so much that Italian is necessarily romantic though there are romantic people but there's knives and forks and the pasta is manageable size and very rarely do you cover your face in sauce mm. and there's very there's relatively little in your teeth after the meal too so you know there's there's just there's just more to work with there i feel like on a romantic sense
0: there's a sort of there's a code of conduct with most cuisines i'd say i'd say almost all and what we're excluding out of it or at least the the novelty of american barbecue is the getting your hands dirty Getting getting ripped into this essentially various carcasses that have been char grilled for you to enjoy. It's it's just so animalistic. And and by the way, I love barbecue, but I agree with you that um. Whereas it's it's tough to enjoy barbecue on a white tablecloth. There's a reason they give you basically newspaper put down on a on a picnic bench. I would argue that while it might not be good for a first date, there is something to barbecue. Maybe Valentine's Day or just early on because it's sort of the test of how I can withstand this person's sloppy eating. And if they can withstand Mm, yours because it goes both ways, you both have to experience each other eating in the worst scenarios. And and there's no like there's I mean, there's no sexy or even I want to say like attractive way to eat ribs or, like, really cut into some brisket. So I think you, yeah, you really have to... Uh, it, it's, it's a test of watching each other do that um, while also stomaching a meal that's going to last somewhere of an hour. So if you can stand that... Oh, so you're,
1: you're saying it's... It's like a test. So if you can,
0: if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, kid. If you, this
1: is the New, New York, York, New York, New yeah, exactly, City yeah, of,
0: the New York, yeah. te- <laughs> the New York test. When you first move here, you got to get something from Russ and Daughters. You got to get yourself a, a, a true slice of pizza that you fold, and you've got to eat barbecue with your loved ones and see if that uh, doesn't make you. You've got to go
1: to where the ESPN zone used to be and commune with that with that area.
0: You have to, you have to go to the Brother Jimmys that closed down next to Penn Station, and you have to spend way too much on way too little brisket. I'm talking about uh, an amount that is that is sad, uh, like twenty five dollars for essentially a sandwich. You know,
1: I'm subscribing to your idea that you can be someone who is testing your relationship by saying we're going to order barbecue and see
0: how we feel afterwards. It's a real it's you know, what I, I I'm understanding that now. I think that's a good first step. Although I do I do see what you're saying, though, that like the first thing that doesn't come to mind at Valentine's Day, because it is there is a, a, a peacocking to it. And it's like well, the last thing I want to do is uh, is go to a, a barbecue spot where you will you will see my visage covered in uh, in Carolina sour sauce. <laughs> and I will and I will I will misplace my my moist wipes while I order another uh, uh, root beer. Thankfully, Uh, they give you 10,000 of them when the meal begins. I love that. You know, yeah, I I, want to have those around me all the time. I feel like there's just like day to day life, not enough to clean up. But that sounds like a wonderful Valentine's Day, Bobby. I feel like you're not giving yourself enough credit.
1: Well, what about you? Nice. What 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 have we missed? We're uh, saying holiday wise, anything per- greeting card related, particularly,
0: but in general, what what have we missed? I think Valentine's Day was the big one that we were talking about. I mean, there's Saint Patrick's Day, which I don't really know. Like they they make them, but like what you know, the passing of Saint Patrick's Day gifts. <laughs> I don't really I don't really know those very well. Um, Easter, if you do Easter ones, I feel like that was a thing when I was a kid, when like there would be an Easter basket and my my parents. Um, or the Easter Bunny. Don't mean to, you know, take away all the kids watch listening to the show. Um, if your child is listening to this show, turn it right off, please. Uh, we we've been doing some cussing. Um, the I, I feel like that was something when I was much younger that. It came along with the myth of the Easter Bunny, a lot like when Santa might leave you a note next to the milk and cookies. Even if we are to do like a candy exchange at Easter, which my family actually does a little bit, it will not come with a card anymore. We never had cards for Easter. We had
1: always an Easter egg hunt, which was so much fun because my parents, knowing who my brother and I were and and loving us for it, would fill the easter eggs sometimes with jelly beans which is standard but also gift certificates to our bagel place our local bagel place because that's what we really wanted and cared about or occasionally you know a five dollar bill so they did pretty well on easter that way but no cards i don't think we ever exchanged easter cards in any way shape or form i I didn't know that was a thing maybe it is i haven't seen it that is
0: so thoughtful that they have gift certificates to the bagel shop that you guys liked. That is really cool. And now- not to demean the jelly beans but of course what are we talking about the starburst kind are we talking about like brocks just like old-fashioned kind was it a one that you enjoyed? this was
1: pre starburst jelly beans entering my life and those are great i have those as a snack and I've, I've got a bunch right now that i i'm trying not to just eat the whole bag but you this was lucky son of a yeah they're good and I, i'm a big candy guy too even as an adult i've always been kind of into candy but as a child we dealt with the regular jelly beans which just don't measure up i'm sorry they just they simply don't. they're
0: from a different time they're from when like licorice was still considered a luxury which i'm sorry i i i can't see that anymore i know i might get a lot of hate for this one but guys licorice is just that's like that's a candy from when like putting a seed in the middle of a of a chocolate was still considered like a treat those days are over We've got gummy stuff now. We've got plenty of chocolate. What are you doing? To make Werther's candy Ugh. look like a luxury. Oh, my God. Werther's candy? Like, that was for rich people. Oh, we took a caramel and we made it room temperature. I could go off on this, and, and we don't have enough time. But um, although I this do- This is a different podcast where I, we rate candies. I do like Werther's. Maybe I um, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit there. I do like Werther's as a carrying around candy. I got made fun of um, for my old madness where I'd wear my tweed coat in college, and every so often I would have a Werther's ready. And I'd ask people if they wanted a caramel, and I would get um, lambasted for being uh, the energy of a 95 year old. I've
1: seen that coat; it's spectacular. So if anyone's wrong, it's it's the world. What I'm saying is, it's you against the world, and you're winning.
0: And and, and I'm gonna offer each one of them a, caram- a caramel until they agree with me. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna ever do. I love those jelly beans. I agree with you 100 percent on them. And I used to, I do not like the Brock's kind at all. I I think I am. It's. It, I think I'm more into Easter chocolate than I am into most like can like Easter candies. Like I was always more into chocolate when Easter came around, but the jelly beans have now. Those are a those are a favorite, and I, I can't even keep them in the apartment because I'm too nervous about how quickly I would consume those bad boys. That'd be way too quick.
1: And they don't come in in manageable packs. No, you know you can buy a single Reese's egg, and and there's a ranking to the Reese's shapes that we could get into if we if we
0: had the time and the and, the and energy, we're gonna do but... it one day. But I just want to say it off the top of my head and interrupt you. Uh, pumpkin. That's number oh. one.
1: Over Christmas tree? Yeah, it's over Christmas.
0: I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, all right. Well, now that we, now that I've said it out loud, look. Before we go just deep into this, what is your opinion? Let's go, let's go into one that's even more polarizing. What is your opinion on the quintessential Cadbury cream egg?
1: Not for me, but I respect those for whom it pleases. How about you?
0: Mm. It is my favorite Easter candy. Really? When I was younger, it was my favorite. I loved. Cadbury cream eggs I don't know why fondant just appealed to me maybe because it's just pure sugar goo (laughs) it really is it really is like like when you lay seeds down and you put like on a paper towel and then you put water on them you've given them the bare minimum to kind of survive for me it would be me laying on a paper towel and you just coat me in Cadbury cream fondant and that will just be like yeah it's just like bare minimum energy, just bare minimum sugar. Now, there's your
1: your Valentine's Day card. It's just you coated in fondant. It's like, happy Valentine's Day.
0: Mm -hmm. What do we think? What do we think? Going to make it happen. They have made them smaller. (laughs) I remember when I was like 12 or 11, I went over to um, like England, Ireland, and Scotland to visit my family in Ireland. But we did like trips there. We went to this like little, it was like a a newsstand uh, in Ireland where they also had candy and soda and whatnot. And they, it was the middle of July, and they had a whole thing, a big container of cream eggs. And I was like, Uh-oh. I think I unfortunately screamed at the gentleman, and I was like, you have all these year old, let me say that again, you have these all year round? And he said- Yes. Oh, you're from America. Yeah, we have these all year round. This is not just an Easter thing. This
1: is just a thing we have. It's one of the places where it's better than you. In general, yeah, they
0: they proved they proved uh, candy supremacy in that in that regard, which is not a phrase I say often, but that is in this case it was very very true. But yeah, it's that is really sweet though with the Easter egg where you guys would get like the certificates. I don't know if I ever got a certificate. We got money, and sometimes when we would do the Easter egg at my aunt's house in northern New Jersey the eggs would be unfortunately hidden in some places more interesting than others. Um, one time, one of our, one of my dad's friends who was helping hide the Easter eggs, decided to put it, um, they lived near a street where there was a lot of deer and a deer had gotten run over and they had put in one of the Easter eggs, uh, in the ear. of Oh said, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Rest assured, we didn't take it. We were just—that was a loss for my sister and I. I think we looked Oof. at each other and went, "No, we're not going to do that." That's that's
1: twisted because for children, that's sort of you're like testing them to see how far they'll go for the candy. Yeah, that's,
0: no, wow. I, I I think they all went in with the idea we weren't actually going to take it, but the in the moment it was kind of super dark, and we were like, "No, that's not going to
1: happen." Oh, we never had never had that. We we did have moments where there was always this fun little extra bit where we would never find all the Easter eggs our parents had hidden. So in about June, right around school would end, I'd be bringing clothes or something down to the laundry room and underneath the stairs I'd just spot a dash of color and it would be an Easter egg that we just missed somehow. And in some cases, it was great because it had a certificate in it or a $5 bill. But in other cases, it was filled with jelly beans. and then But they don't just, go bad. They don't go bad. But I don't trust a food that sits still for two months outside and doesn't go bad, too. Oh, even, Bobby, even as a child, just, that raises some questions. Right,
0: but that's not... It's not cream cheese, it's jelly beans. <laughs> they're they're basically designed to be forever well, As I
1: said, I wasn't a big fan of jelly beans, so it wasn't that big of a boon, mm, you know. I, I a found point, a handful yeah. of old pink jelly beans and I usually just tossed them out but gave the egg. Back to my mom, I think, as though she had sort of a filing system for these because they're... <laughs> It's just like hand her an empty egg and say, I think you know what to do with this. And then she'd go put
0: it yeah, I think did. you know what happens next. You <laughs> save these for later, don't you? My aunt actually did save them. So we actually had to remember to give them back. Otherwise, we, uh, you know, that wasn't a good deal. You wanted to definitely save those bad mm. boys. And, and definitely good chocolates, I will say. I do remember those fondly. Easter egg hunts, they were fun. True that cards are not a um, consistent thing with that holiday, I think. I'm trying to bring it back to cards because I'm realizing we've spent the last 20 minutes more on candy. Hey, um, which we're I'm giving totally the people for. what they
1: want, I assume.
0: Look, this is the early days. If this just turns into a candy podcast, is are we all all the worse? I don't think so. I'm not. I feel great. Uh,
1: I, I, I will say this, if you want to stay on, on this topic. It's often... Not Easter, but if you're Catholic, like I grew up, Confirmation, which is often around the Easter time-ish, though that's sort of the tie-in to Easter is the Confirmation cards were big. And those often said something vaguely religious, at least where I grew up, and then there was a slot mm. for, you know, the money or the check that you would put in. That was the bigger card holiday, yeah, Easter-wise.
0: Tr- yeah. Now, when you, you're you referring, like, Confirmation, like, what we do, because like, I was also raised Catholic and gone through it, what goes on when... How old are you again? Like sixteen. 16 or yeah, I can't even. You're like sixteen. So like it's that one time in which you kind of confirm your place in the church and you choose a saint's name and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you have to act as though you understand choosing a saint's name. There are a thousand of them, and you've researched them all and thought, yeah, Francis is the best one. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I I took Thomas, but most of the people I know took like really cool ones like Maximilian and Anastasia. There's over like six hundred guys. The most most names that you could find are in there somewhere, <laughs> one way or another. But you're right. Those those um those religious cards are they definitely. Put in quite a bit of text about faith, and then there's always a spot to put in money because that is the uh, quintessential gift for confirmations, I believe. Because now you're considered an adult, and adults get cash, so that might be yeah Mm -hmm. more consistent with that time. I agree with you, and uh, it is important to know
1: it's it's when you stop getting bagel chateau gift cards and you you get cash instead to buy bagel chateau bagels
0: that is the fanciest name for a bagel shop mm-hmm. i've ever heard the bagel chateau oh, yeah. i love that that is wonderful did they try to do a parisian style probably photos of the eiffel tower ber- berets on on the bagels and whatnot bagels. Ber- no but they did have whitefish so you know the true parisian style whitefish on a bagel was that your favorite thing to get
1: no no god no i i was such a picky i realize we've strayed off of card skin, but i'll just finish with this i was really a a really picky eater as a young kid. So I would even get like just a plain bagel. I would just get a poppy bagel, nothing on it, not even cut. I would just tear into it with my teeth. And not until I was an adult did I put cream cheese on or, or high school, I'd order sandwiches. You know, you'd go with your friends on lunch or the morning before school to get bagel sandwiches. So, yeah, I was just enjoy, still do just enjoy the bread, just enjoy the smell, the texture inside. And it was it's by far the thing I remember most about Easter, which probably says a lot about my religious upbringing, that that's that's what I most remember about it.
0: I was, listen, I was the same exact way. I was, and my mom, when we were younger, worked in a very famous bagel shop not too far away from us, and we got, um, we would get bagels, I don't want to say like, All the time, but like special occasions, you know, it wasn't uncommon to get bagels and all that time. Same thing. Very picky eater when I was younger and I got the most boring thing. It was a plain bagel with plain cream cheese untoasted. And I just I did not stray from that. For decades <laughs> until like finally, like I came up here and tried in everything more often and, and that became and then other flavors of cream cheese. Oh, wow. Has my palate expanded? But uh, it was so funny in those years. Like I was just eating just literally no flavor at all. Absolutely deserves to get bullied. And going back to what we were saying about like around the holidays, like the, in the springtime. Um, this same bagel shop would do and we would get them uh, sparingly. We'd get uh, Valentine's Day bagels, which were shaped like hearts and dyed red. And then we would get St. Patrick's Day bagels, which more people I've I've heard know about this one. They're dyed green. And, oh um, yeah,
1: those are a big thing. The green bagels, I think more than any other coloring are a real big thing. That is
0: thing. a huge, and I did not know, I thought that was something that only came around like my area of bagel shops, but people like up here in New York know a lot about it. And I was like, oh wow, really? Because I also didn't even bother to look in bagel shops around St. Patrick's Day. So maybe that's also my ignorance, but I was I was super shocked by people knowing. I that.
1: got on the hook as a teenager or as a kindergartner because my last name is O'Rourke, as you know, which is very Irish, not that yours isn't, but but it's exceptional. It's exceptionally Irish gone and I brought them one year to class as a sort of a treat I think I I forget if I was asked or if I volunteered for St Patrick's Day I don't remember but that became a thing that I did from like grades kindergarten to 5th grade was my family like bought up uh, two dozen green bagels and brought them to class as like a breakfast treat so uh, I'm trying to decide how I feel about it now
0: Oh, no, you should. You would have been, like, the coolest kid in school. They must have been so happy that you brought bagels in. Who cares what, I mean, the affiliation or color. The point is you brought a, a damn snack. That's awesome. So. I'll take that. You said kindergarten, or did I get that wrong? Mm-hmm.
1: It was starting kindergarten. I remember that vividly.
0: If you get, if you talk to your kindergarten mates, they probably remember fondly you bringing in those bagels. Whereas mine will just remember me for being very loud. Uh, We should... <laughs> Let's talk about the card for this week. Now, uh, despite all of the candy and uh, Easter time and springtime talk, this is, I will uh, tell you a little bit about it. It is not uh, one based on any one of those holidays. We're back to being a birthday card, um, but it's one of those that I think we got a lot of meat on the bones to talk about, and I'm excited. So, Bobby, you got it all set up?
1: I do. I have not seen this card. Once again, to the listener, singular, I have not seen this card. And... this is it. I'm, I'm going in for the first time.
0: Of course, and following the rules as we usually do. And of course, listeners, we want you to see the card as well. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the handles that we said uh, at the beginning of the podcast, where you can see the card that we're talking about for the week. So right, when you, whenever go. you're ready, let me know when you got it open. Okay.
1: I'm opening right now. I am looking at page one. <laughs> All right.
0: Now, um... <laughs> Bobby, uh, I'm gonna let you start because I I brought in the card, and so oh. I'll let you start the description. It's only fair. Um, so can you go ahead and just have a look, see at the card itself, and just a just a you know jump jumping off the pier. What's the description here? Okay,
1: I am. I'll start. I'll start with the background first. A blurry. <laughs> I, was, I
0: was okay. I don't mean to interrupt you immediately, but I was so happy that you started with the background. Go. On.
1: Yeah. I want to move upward. Uh, I'm looking in the background at a blurry or. A black and white photo of a of a living room. It could be either just out of focus or in motion somehow, but it's like the cover of a uh, some sort of paperback novel about a Victorian ghost. There's just a lamp and and a window and a dark and stormy night, maybe. And then there's a vibrant, gigantic yellow duck that is bordering Howard the Duck levels. And above it, or it's is text that says. And I'm quoting phonetically, I miffed your birthday. So, okay, Dan, I have some observations, but I want to let you go first, because I'll, I'll tell you what I think, and and, and I, I <laughs> let, let's
0: go. It's it's tough to top perfection, but I'll try my best. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, just going with what you were saying there, um, we've got a background that feels like it's going to be a film noir film, but only about uh, divorce, and uh <laughs> just just like um, sad city people in their apartment um not looking at each <laughs> other and smoking cigarettes for two hours and then it gets the the con award the out.
1: alimony Falcon or, or
0: something I don't know the alimony Falcon I love that yes oh god I'm not gonna be able to top that I can't think off the top of my head like that right now We then have a very like like you said in front of it we have a very colorful uh, nearly pastel duck. The eyes, I those don't look like natural eyes on a duck, I'll say. It's clearly upset because it's missed an important occasion. And uh, yes, just echoing Bobby here, the text on the top, which is could be either like kind of a thin comic sans or even a little bit more creepy. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the TV show The Oblongs, but it kind of looks a little bit like the text they use there. And uh, it says, I mythed your birthday in a sort of i don't know daffy duck way of talking
1: yeah that feels too close to daffy duck that's i mean ducks are one thing and and a lisp i guess is another but to put both together you can't help but think of daffy duck that way we
0: are we are hurtling towards copyright infringement here i think the only thing that saves the day is that this is a yellow duck for the audience who have yet to get on the social meets to see this themselves and i think that you know Daffy Duck was a black duck with an orange bill, if I remember correctly, and old Donald mm-hmm. No Pants was a white with an orange bill. This is a yellow with an orange bill. So this is the this is the third option that that avoids um, Disney and or Warner Brothers shutting you down. I,
1: I am so this unfortunately, this duck Unlike last week, if you remember, although we said it was cheaply made, the fish in 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 last week—I meant last season's card—the <laughs> fish in last no, season's no, say card. last
0: week because it will be coming out. <laughs> okay, it, it was will, last despite week. Despite us
1: waiting four months to make it, you you listeners, you 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 know what we tell you to know. But the the fish exactly. was trying to be constructed as a real fish, and this really this duck really falls into that uncanny valley of it's not a photorealistic duck and it's not a cartoon. It's it's something from a mid two thousands children's movie that went right to video. It's just got that feel to it, and I don't, I don't care for it. You know, Why don't I
0: have a, do, Did Animal Farm have a bad CGI film? I'm, I'm having like a a weird deep memory, like the, because th- this is reminding me of like a bad early CGI Animal Farm. Hold on. I don't
1: think Animal Farm. While while you look it up, I'll I'll I'll, I'll place a bet. I think Animal Farm had a full hand drawn. Adaptation from the seventies or something. I don't think they ever had a mix of CGI or, or computer generated film, but I could I could be wrong. It's been a while since I read or watched Animal Farm.
0: Okay, yeah, I see that there was a there was something that looks live action. It was from nineteen ninety nine, and uh, and uh, thank God Kelsey Grammer is is a voice actor in it. But um, we're going to go ahead and put that away. Um, so I don't know if that involves any CGI, and Lord, I don't want to know. Go ahead and look up the poster, though, because it's uh, it's unsettling. It's a bunch of live-action animals just standing next to each other in a field in a way that doesn't feel natural in any sense. So putting that away before my nightmares get worse. The reason why I even brought that up is because this duck is a candidate for that movie. To your point, it's they, they went out of their way to give it, like, hair. It's more of a duckling. It's important to point out. This, this is not a full... Grown duck. This is a no. this is an adolescent duck. You'd say, yeah, and he looks stricken
1: because there's just sweat yeah. beads popping off of his head. His arms slash wings are all akimbo. I, I mean, there's this is a distressing card because the background yeah. is is creepy and, and vaguely Victorian photographic, and the duck doesn't look. Ha- Everything about this, I don't. If I got this for a birthday, I mm. I, I would feel bad
0: i think <laughs> mom you made my day bad how could you it's only I, a card. I, I
1: just couldn't imagine yeah I, I couldn't imagine someone giving this to me at least not, i'm only seeing the first page so i don't know what the message is inside perhaps that'll be redemptive but if someone gave me this card I could only think of it as a joke, but if they gave it with a straight face, I would just have to say, "What do you think is happening on my birthday? That this yeah. is this is the vibe going."
0: You forward? have a you're one of those uh, dreary kids, <laughs> one of those one of those kids. They really can't be defined as a goth, but they're still really too into Edgar Allan Poe. But you just got to get a card at CVS, so this is as close as it's going to get. But it's just that you're so moody that even the goth kids can't stand you. This just agreeing with you. This is one of those cards that gets worse as you look at it. I think when you first open it up you see that i missed your birthday and it's a duckling and it's having a rough time And you're going oh this is cute but then you realize oh wait you're a little too sad don't worry buddy wait where are you are you in someone's upper east side apartment why is it black and white in in 1954 like in 1954 uh... <laughs> why why hasn't Mary come back from the from the grocer? Wait, did she leave a note? I feel
1: like I missed the first 28 minutes of a Twilight Zone episode and I've walked in on the finale and I just like, I missed your birthday and there's just a duck trapped in this black and
0: white world and he looks terrified. This is, yeah, this is, this, this duck feels like it's in like the black and white version of Marriage Story or something like that. Like they're about to get into a real spat. It's, yeah, and it's, it's do ducks sweat? Can we get into that? Do they sweat? Did anyone know?
1: You know, I don't know and I don't I don't want to okay. I don't want to pretend.
0: Yeah. That's way above our pay grade here at Greetings, the podcast about greeting cards. I don't know whether or not certain birds – I think certain birds sweat. I don't know about ducks, though. My thought was just because they're always around water, they don't have a need to. But what the hell do I know? I think they're um, covered
1: like in some sort to... of oil because they they get wet often as they swim. And I, I think their wings are, are covered in a natural oil. But I don't,
0: I don't know if they yes. have sweat
1: glands in the way that human beings do. I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I don't – yeah. And again, like this – again, this thing, there's just so many – uncomfortable um, characteristics to our protagonist here. Again, it's got, like, it's, like, like stubby little wings out. It's got its fur up in a dander. It's, like, slightly talking to us with a very realistic bill. They just... All the budget went into this character in front of us, this duckling, and then kind of, like, the way we think last-minute things happen at greeting card companies, they forgot about a background and slapped on... (laughs) an artistic architecture digest apartment and threw black and white on it. Do you remember when blockbuster was, was a force to be reckoned with?
1: There was, there was always horror. There were always horror films. There was a section for horror, but occasionally you'd run across a cover for a movie that you could tell even as a child, that didn't have the budget, and because of that, it looked scarier because the graphics on the cover were so low class. It actually made things look more surreal and frightening. And that—that's the vibe I'm getting. Some real, yeah, scary movie Jack Frost energy yeah. from this. Not the one with Michael Keaton. The other one—that's more of a horror film.
0: That—that's one of those weird movies where, like, because the Michael Keaton's the not scary one, right? I—I haven't seen either of them.
1: It depends on your definition, but it wasn't meant to be a frightening. <laughs> it was film,
0: the Michael Keaton one. It was not meant to be scary, but you know, all things uh, on this earth. Uh, I. Uh, there, I remember being at my video rental spot that wasn't a blockbuster and that absolutely was a problem where one of these is a horror film and one is not, but they're both uncanny to a point where I can't really tell. So I, I don't think I'm going to watch mm-hmm. either because I don't want to make a mistake um, and, and bring a horror film when I meant to bring a Christmas and vice versa. I had that feeling. This this duck is nestled firmly in that era of early 90s to early 2000s
1: graphics mm-hmm. of oh, Oh,
0: 100%. And, and even f- like maybe even further, like for me, the ones that were the scariest were the Godzilla films, not because they were necessarily low budget. Some of them were, some of them were not. But like it was because the graphic art was from a different time. And so it, it, it was a little bit again, it wasn't like the as as polished as other maybe monster horror films were and so it would be Godzilla mm. next to this other like frightening creature. I remember there was one with a Venus flytrap looking monster. I'll look it up later. Oh, Biolanti. I don't know. Why do I know that? That I think was, was that's right. so awesome that you got that. All right. So again, don't add us on it. All right, Biolanti. Yeah, that one was so creepy to me when I was a kid I had that toy
1: I remember so if I'm right it's because I remember that toy and and yeah it was a big plant monster right he essentially fought overgrowth
0: and it had like little spores right that also had little mouths on it I think so yeah oh such a creepy thing yeah I hated seeing that I love that you have a model of it in your apartment
1: it's I don't have it any longer but I, I was a big action figure kid so I had a lot I had Gigan I had Biolante I had Space Godzilla who was just Godzilla who was his his ridges were made of crystals I my one of my friend's Loves Godzilla, and I have to pick his brain about the lore because all these monsters have a place in the pantheon. But that's that's all they, I only knew it from the action figures.
0: Oh, that's so cool! No, it's it's cool that you even yeah that you have them and like can even like learn about them. I was even surprised. I think in the what's the name of the company again? They actually made um the they made the Godzilla from 1999 that everybody hates uh, Zilla. Ooh. Yeah, they made, but that that is a canonical character. It's like more of a they make it more of a reptilian like thing than like the actual Godzilla monster but i like that they mm-hmm. at least included it. This mm-hmm. d- this duck is a candidate for the next Godzilla film, just going to say. Let's get Brian <laughs> Cranston on the horn about it and uh we could potentially get him back for movie 4 or 5, don't know. All right, is there anything else we should focus on on this cover cuz i feel like we've spent some good time here.
1: We have i mean all i can say is that on the bottom of the screen i'm just cr- scrolling through cuz this is a large photo. The window and the single lamp are enough, but if you scroll to the bottom, it looks like the duck is standing over a bed, but not a full bed or a oh, sleeping so area. It, it looks like a fold-out mattress or something or a blow-up, and I just – there's so much story here that I'm I, – I, I love horror horror movies and, 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 and stories. As yeah. you know, when I write, I usually lean in that direction, but there's – something's wrong in this in whatever story this card is telling something went terribly wrong.
0: Oh, this is a this is a for sale baby shoes never worn situation. <laughs> yes. Like there's so much going on just in this page that we could go on about it. And and just the fact that you mentioned it was a window, I thought that was a damn bookcase. Now I'm scared. I don't like windows in things because that means it's a portal to something else evil. I... I I I'm
1: I'm, in, I'm interested and a little hesitant to go to the the open the, the second page of the opening of the card because I I can't imagine how this ends uh, I I can, if it just said help with nothing else no other text <laughs> I'd say that fits absolutely
0: if If it just said, "Help, Bobby, then this thing is is one hundred percent a courage, the cowardly dog enemy, and that's it. Like those creepy courage, the cowardly dog things. and And that's all it could be good for. but but help would actually work in this case. I think that would be a, a true candidate for um. Card for nothing, or at least a blank card. Imagine if it didn't say anything on top and it was just this. You could use it for (laughs) one of those ones that, for some reason, like they're sold by papyrus and they cost more money, even though they come with less words. Really
1: thick paper, just just yeah, or or like
0: yeah, it's got like yeah, it's got like a a hummingbird on it, but it's like thicker than the rest of the cards. So that's how they get away with charging you so much. So okay. Scary front, not a fan already. Birthday might be ruined, but let's remember, let's remember the text because that is the treasure map that leads us to the gold. That is the next page. So if you wouldn't mind scrolling down,
1: that was beautiful. Yeah. So what the next page says, continuing the lisp, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. fit, with, <laughs> exclamation
0: point. Mm-hmm, okay. thory, hope it was happy. Mm. <laughs> now don't be afraid to go blue because we we we've. We cost a little bit on here. It's okay to do it in context. Yes.
1: So let me read the whole card without the, the cartoonish lisp. The first page says, I missed your birthday. Mm-hmm. The, the inside says, shit, sorry, hope it was happy. The, the shit has the exclamation point. Then it says, parentheses, sorry, period, hope it was happy, period. There, there is mm. so much mm. anger yeah. and frustration in this card because hope it was happy is not a not a well wish it's saying after the fact like well you know it's over i guess i hope it was happy but i have no there there's i i am so curious i want to hear what you think but i want to hear where you found this first like that that's my primary goal is like what this dropped on your doorstep in an envelope that was unmarked did you did you take it from a traveler? You know, from from like uh, on a wagon. I really gotta know where it came from.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. It was a it was a traveler situation. The caravan came by to my local park, and uh, luckily the sorghum uh, harvest was good this year, so I was able to take two bushels in exchange for a fine amount. Of uh, Sizer, and then I also got a card with it. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I found this. I found this at a friggin' Dwayne Reed, like I do all the cards. But here's the what? thing. What this is? This is at a, a reputable retailer. This like, is at this is this at God's Own Dwayne Reed. But here's the here's the rub. <laughs> the rub here is that I have seen this, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it as an early episode, the one from last week that was kind of brandy new. I really had never seen that one before, and I know most of the cards are going to be like that for both of us as well. This is one of those cards that I have seen conservatively for over five years, maybe close to 10. Like, I have seen this card when I have shopped for birthday cards for people, for family, for friends. Regardless, it has always been in the humor section because I think a lot of people listening to this will know there are a lot of cards that just get recycled. They don't change them. They don't do anything to them. They just throw them right back up there and get them up, or they never take them off the shelves for, like, 10-plus years. So I have seen this card for years and years I wouldn't be surprised if I've seen this for over 10 years so it has been around and it's and to your point Bobby it is such a weird simple set of sentiment that also doesn't feel very celebratory. It th- when you say it, the when you, when you just said it without the lisp, when like it it was your birthday. Shit, sorry. Hope it was happy. That's like what your roommate says, who's going through like a difficult time and forgot about your birthday.
1: Yeah, this is this is yeah exactly. This is a card for someone who couldn't be bothered like the card was a lift getting this was the, was the treat <laughs> nothing inside it just says i'm sorry i'm it also implies you know you've missed it so this is a card you give someone after missing their yeah birthday. this is a
0: this is a belated birthday card which as a genre fascinates me a little bit like why can't we still because i i kind of come from a, a a concept that you can kind of celebrate something whenever it's not over till we say it is and so mm-hmm then just give a birthday card. It, it feels, I don't want to say disingenuine because that's not the word, but it just kind of feels less important if you had to buy a belated birthday card. Like, I know, I know the whole idea is because some people are more timely and it's like, well, it's not my birthday anymore. But God, belated birthday cards are just an I'm sorry wrapped in more paper. Yeah, they're about
1: you. If you're the giver, they're saying this card is about me feeling better for having forgotten a very important day for you, I guess. And to go back to episode one again, as you know, one of I'm I'm a bit of an agnostic with greeting cards because one of my biggest gripes is often the card doesn't say anything I couldn't have written by myself. If the card said something profound or moving, that'd be great. But often it's just says happy birthday. And this one goes even further down that spectrum, which is it's it's passive aggressive, which I don't think I've encountered
0: before. It's it's yeah, you're right. It's like such a it's it's passive aggressive. It's also in a way very apathetic about celebrating you. It it, it it like all belated birthday cards it demands your apology now you've given the birthday person You've given them a chore. You've given them homework, which is they now have to accept your apology for being late as opposed to just saying happy birthday. Of course, you throw a sorry in there because it is belated. But at the same time, let's not make it all about you. All right, boss. Let's make it about the person we're celebrating. So this comes off as off putting aggressive in the beginning. Yeah, off putting. Let's start with that. Aggressive in the front and off putting passive aggressive in the middle. Apathetic in there as well. And self-loathing right beforehand with the sorry. (laughs) Uh, all the thing, the, the cornucopia of things that a child loves at their birthday, sadness, regret, aggression, all of those things put together in one card. And it's all coming from a baby duck. Like, it, it couldn't just be, like, an animatronic car or something that's coming from a little baby duck. So it's like, now I have to feel guilt because a duck feels bad. That's how the card people got us this time, by making a baby animal say it. I guess, so, the card
1: could have been... There's a market for cards that just have cute animals involved. That's that's fair. You know, people like what they like, no problem. And it's there's a huge market, yeah, yeah. And there's also a market for cards that are funny because they slightly insult the person or or, or make a joke.
0: But this one, nothing wrong with a good ribbing. No, yeah,
1: yeah this one's just grabbing at two ends that don't meet. It's 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 in- including what they think is a cute animal, but is is more disturbing than anything else. And then also throwing on apathy on top of that. So you're just left with this real uncomfortable stew of emotions. I mean it just that's just what it feels like to me.
0: Yeah, you're you're left with an uncomfortable stew. You're kind of stuck in this miasma of like, oh, you forgot about me, but now you also feel bad about it. I don't know how to feel about it now. I guess this will be a laugh for some people. Maybe they'll like the baby duck. You know, it would be a game changer if this was a adorable duckling but if you can tell from the page dear listeners and as us here i wouldn't classify this as a very cute animal i would say this is a very distressed animal one that has unfortunately gone through a little bit of photoshopping um to make its eyes all the more piercing but uh but cute it is not and so again i'm just kind of left more unsettled than i am oh don't feel bad little guy it's okay birthdays are just whatever you can celebrate it whenever i'm not getting them here i'm just like do um it's okay it, like, I really just want to go like I feel
1: bad for the duck. You're like, oh, I got to make an apology. If I did something wrong.
0: I well, guess. clearly they're having a rough time. You know, their significant others not calling them back. I don't know how they can make the rent on this apartment with those windows. I like to think this is a down on its luck duckling. Like it's just kind of having a tough time at work. Maybe it's in between jobs right now. So it's literally the, the scene from the front of the card is from their apartment realizing like maybe we're going over there to, like, um, drop off those cassette tapes we said there were because it's a time period where cassette tapes are still relevant. And I was like, yeah, we had a good time last week, you know, or or yesterday, I mean to say, you know, the friends and I had a, had a birthday celebration for me, and then they went, I missed your birthday? Fit. <laughs> Down on his luck duck. Thursdays on ABC. Down on his luck duck. This is like everybody's, everybody's friend who's going through a difficult time, and uh, it's just, I uh, can't remember those dates. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... I feel like, you know, there was there's so much to unpack with these. I I didn't I completely forgot to do my usual taking a photo of the uh, other side in the back because I feel like there was just a lot on this to uh, enjoy. Yeah. But let me ask you, let me ask you, Bobby, as, as we reach this point in the podcast, where would this card be using our grading system of from the refrigerator front, the door of the refrigerator to the garbage? Where is this card in your life? Oh, man, I feel like I've got to
1: invent a third a third axis and say this one goes in the closet and I hope I just or, or it feels like I try to get rid of it. It would go in the trash and it would come back.
0: Like, I I don't know. Where does it land for you? You know, for me, this kind of feels like doesn't even make it to the fridge. I, I feel like it's a third axis for me as well. It doesn't make it to the fridge at all. It doesn't go on a magnet. This goes on the stack of mail that I've gotten in the front of my door. So it's going to be under, like, credit card offers. It's gotten bank statements. And, you know, either this was mailed to me or put in a gift for my birthday. It is going to be put in that stack. And then when I go through it um, once every three weeks, which is what an adult does, uh, maybe, I don't know, um, to see what I'm overdue on. I And I'm throwing things away. I then look at this card and go, oh, huh. Forgot about this one. Oh, it's from them. Great. And then it's going in the trash. So it gets a lifespan of about just under a month. If
1: I were thirteen, I could see this card being hilarious because it's it's edging on a joke that I think I comprehend, but just as an adult, I'm like, there's too much going on here. I don't I don't feel good about this.
0: I think it helps that it's it's kinda of getting a little spicy at the end there with that curse word. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't oh, yeah. see that in your convenience store grocery store greeting cards. We like to keep it G or PG. Sometimes we'll go PG-13 with the adult birthday cards. We'll get to those later. But, we, you know, we don't do a lot of uh, cussing in them. We don't do a lot of cursing. So uh, even to get one like this that's a little bit of a censored in itself with a with a speech impediment is, is a sight to behold. But yeah, you get to a certain age and it's like that is that's that's the last thing that saves you and it does not. That, that's
1: why I asked you where it came from because you said I was surprised Dwayne Reed. I thought surely this is at most a Spencer's gift card one they would have in in that back area that that they kept all the the other weird somewhat sexual innuendo toys or as i initially suggested in the pocket of a traveler just coming around and giving out weird trinkets to people
0: just just one that he i have seen cards and i'm excited i'm thinking of one in particular that i am not convinced wasn't just printed at someone's apartment one time um this is uh will we'll talk about that later but there are a couple of cards like that that i have seen that i'm like there's no way that that just wasn't you know made on someone's computer and they printed it for someone and then it went viral oh boy this was not from a spencer's gifts i wow the idea of spencer's gifts selling greeting cards I mean there is I live near Spencer's Gifts unfortunately um and I might have to uh <laughs> I might have to go in there, and maybe we'll create uh, greetings after dark or something like that. Oh,
1: okay. We're gonna go. Yeah, even bluer
0: <laughs> greetings after yeah, yeah. Dark. Even bluer. Yeah, it's just they're all just Rick. And, I went in there like a year ago, I think. It's just Rick and Morty memes. It's all just Rick and Morty stuff now. That's what Spencer's has become. It really is not. It's that and weed jokes. It's just all that's left.
1: You can hear the 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 police coming outside my window because we've we've touched on something that that shouldn't have been touched on. I guess.
0: Well, yeah. That's the that's the Spencer's Task Force. Which is also my favorite Law and Order spinoff. Um, it's almost as good as SVU, almost. And they brought back Christopher Maloney for it. God bless him. He didn't want to come back, but we got him. Oh, we forced him back. Yeah, after Happy got canceled, which is not that bad of a show. It's all right. We both we both kind of agree that this has got a this has got a short life. This card. So uh, it really is good for the for the read and also for the analysis we give it. But after that, it really doesn't have any legs. Yeah.
1: Wow. This was a ride. This one this one's gonna stick with me the other one I, I sort of I, I sort of enjoyed while we talked about it and then it escaped my mind but this one it's gonna linger I don't know why
0: this is gonna linger for a little bit I'm really happy I sent it to you too so hopefully you can uh, have a look at it later in the <laughs> later of night the later of night
1: even when I put it in the trash it's it's still somehow not gone you know there's it's it, le- it leaves a mark and it won't be it won't be easily erased
0: I know I know what you mean like I don't do a lot of like burning of paper <laughs> in my apartment but like this is one of those ones where you take a lighter to it and put it in the sink because you're like, I don't know where you're going to be in the next couple of hours, <laughs> but I don't want you staring at me if I like open up the trash can to put something in and I go, ah, like, forgot you were there. Well, I want to thank you again, Bobby, for joining me on this episode. I think we did a lot of good work here. And uh, as always, if you're listening, please feel free to uh, subscribe, like us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at our handles. If you have a greeting card that you would like us to review, please feel free to send it our way at either of those channels, Instagram or Twitter. We'll we'll take anyone's cards, right Bobby? Oh, we'll we'll take whatever you offer. Yeah. We need it.
1: Yeah, I thought I was I thought it was going to have more too, but no, that was, that's all that we was had. the end of,
0: that was the end of my thought. And that's all we have here. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.